0: what's up everybody welcome back to remember the game it is my retro gaming podcast where every week a buddy of mine and i sit down and geek out about games we played back in the day you guys know how it works by now my name is adam blank thank you so much for listening this week it is episode 74 and we are going back to 1989 i fucking love it when we talk games in the 80s that's just because it's Pretty soon it's going to be 2020, and that's like fucking 40 years. It's ah. Anyway, uh, Super Mario Land for the Nintendo Game Boy. One of the original Mario... I guess not one of the original Mario games, but it is as old school as it gets. I'm really excited to talk... Uh, we don't talk enough Game Boy on this show. Something we need to rectify. So we're talking Super Mario Land this week. My pal Patrick McGrath is here to talk with me. Before we do that, you guys know I am going to ramble. If by some chance you don't want to listen to the rambling, which is going to include... A a majority of the rambling this week is going to be an apology to Microsoft. And uh, if you by some chance don't want to listen to that, look in the description box below. There will be a timestamp telling you what to skip to if you just came here to listen to Patrick and I talk about Super Mario Land. But before we do that, you guys know I'm going to get my talking in. Uh, Last week, I mentioned... That, oh yeah quickly uh i just want to give a shout out and i had it ready this is honestly this is the second time i've already tried to record this because the first time my goddamn phone volume wasn't off and it fucked it all up uh shout out to uh one of our new patreons mr andy baker andy thanks for signing up i uh, don't believe i gave you a shout out last week i think you came in just under the bell from my production last week so if i did give you a shout out then you get two but thanks for signing up man and you guys can sign up too if you want there's gonna be my first segue over at patreon.com slash remember the game it's the only time i'm gonna plug it on this this episode uh thank you so much for for supporting it everyone that did uh, or does uh your second bonus episode for november just went live and that was uh mark McHugh and i talking about celeste one of the best goddamn video games released in years you guys can find that along with all the other bonus episodes there is 10 of them now five game reviews and five q a rambling ones over at patreon.com slash remember the game it's only 2 bucks a month quick note you guys if you want to get in on the prize draw that we do over there every month the deadline to sign up for the patreon is december 3rd and honestly i would suggest uh it's it charges cards that sign up the 1st of every month but it also charges you the day you sign up so you get access to podcasts right away so if you sign up uh, in the last couple of days of November, you're going to get charged then, and you're going to get charged again on December 1st. So if you really want them, maybe wait till December 1st. That's why I'm putting the deadline back a couple of days, so people don't have to beat it, get in, and then get charged twice in like 48 hours. So, uh, you know, December 1st to December 3rd, you can sneak in there. Be a nice Christmas present for you or somebody, whatever. Anyway, uh, there's your Patreon plugs. I'm done with it. I promise I won't push it down your throats anymore. Uh Oh, yeah, so last week we gave Donkey Kong Country a happy birthday shout-out because it was its 25th anniversary or birthday and it is one of the best damn video games of all time. Turns out I missed another birthday from the same day. Uh, my pal Finn reached out and let me know. It was also uh, Smash Brothers Melees. Uh, Smash Brothers Melees. Birthday. It sounds weird when you put the plural on the Melees, uh, but it was also the birthday of Smash Brothers Melee, and though that game came out, uh, it's 18 now, it came out 18 years ago if I'm not mistaken, we covered that game all the way back in episode 22, so happy birthday to Smash Brothers Melee, I am not going to make a fucking tradition out of wishing happy birthday to every goddamn video game that came out the day that I'm releasing these episodes, uh, I just really had to give a shout out to Donkey Kong Country because it is a masterpiece and then uh, some people got mad that I didn't give a shout-out to Smash Brothers Melee because it is also very good. It is not a fucking masterpiece, Donkey Kong Country is. Don't come at me with that shit. It's good. It is not a masterpiece. Uh, so happy birthday to that. Also, by the time you guys hear this, we will be at 20,000 downloads, which is insane to me. We My goal was to hit 20,000 downloads by episode 100, and we hit it by episode 73. So that is fucking awesome. So I guess the goal now is like... 40,000, I guess, by episode, I don't know, it doesn't matter, I just, I just, it's so cool to fucking see it growing, and a lot of the reason it's growing, like, 90% of the reason it's growing is because of you beautiful people out there leaving us good reviews and sharing our posts and telling your friends, and uh, thank you all so much for listening, fucking so rad. Um, okay, so that's enough of talking about me and talking about the podcast. Uh, I am going to get right into the, the beef of the rambling this week, which starts with the fact that black friday is upon us and it like maybe this is going to make me sound ignorant or stupid i don't know if black friday is around the world i know i've got some listeners over in europe and australia and on the other side of the country and the in all those other cool places if you guys if it is i could just google it but yeah i just i don't know Yell at me on Twitter and stuff. Let me know if it's, I don't know if it's Black Friday everywhere or not. It's, I'm, I'm an ignorant Canadian living up here in Northern Canada where we barely have running water and everything's just frozen and I don't know stuff. But uh, but Black Friday is upon us. It's a big Black Friday week. It's a huge shopping week. I've already bought something, which I'm going to get into in a second. Um, but I mean, like, it, what's, okay, so a couple of things I wanted to touch on. The first thing is that like EB Games, uh, that's our Stops here, Best Buy, PlayStation Store, Xbox uh, Live or whatever the fuck, Xbox Gold, uh, Amazon, Walmart, all those places have their sales up already. It's become like it went from like a one day thing to like a week long thing. There's so many crazy deals out there. Most of them price match each other. So it really comes down to where do you want to shop from? Do you want to go digital? Do you want to go physical? Do you want to buy it online? Do you want to go to a store to buy it? Uh, I'm not, uh, I'm very cheap, uh, very, very cheap. I'm not traditionally a wait for Black Friday guy on everything, but I always get excited for the, this weekend just because it's like, you can, dude, you can take 50 or 60 bucks and get two or three really good games usually that you've been waiting on and stock up and, uh, and carry yourself through to the early next year. So uh, I always get excited just to look at the flyers, you know, I mean, I don't even have a PS4 anymore. And I still love looking at the PlayStation sales. They do. I love the PlayStation store, man. There's so much on there. The sales they drop are always fucking awesome. Uh, Also, here's a little uh, money-saving hint for all my friends out there. Keep an eye out for uh, Xbox Gold, PlayStation Plus, and Nintendo Online cards. Sometimes some of those. I haven't seen a Nintendo one go on sale yet, but I know some of the other ones do. And it could be a great chance. You stock up. You don't have to use them all at once. Just stock up. Keep the codes in your back pocket. And save yourself some money in the long term. Uh, one of the things I wanted to point out when it comes to the sales. Is that fucking Nintendo hasn't announced anything yet. Like on the eShop. I know there's a couple of sales on there. And a couple of like the the companies they work with uh, have announced sales. But like Nintendo themselves haven't. And it's just like is that not just classic fucking Nintendo. And I don't understand why they're waiting. Because all the other companies have their sales out there. People only have so much money to spend right. I mean I was just like literally just like an hour ago. I was looking at the EB Games black friday sale here and like and half of the nintendo games aren't even on sale. like they're literally on page three they're advertising luigi's mansion 3 link's awakening remake and smash brothers and smash brothers is a year old and they're all 79.99 they're all full price like no sale breath of the wild and mario odyssey which i think most people would agree are the two cornerstones of the nintendo switch are 20 dollars off And those games are years old now. And that's like, I love that and I hate it because I love the fact that Nintendo is like, yo, our games are fucking top shelf and we don't have to discount them because this is the only place you can get them and people will buy them. And the fact that they never really put these games on these huge sales to me says that, yeah, people do buy them because if no one was buying them, they would be discounting them. So I I think that's a baller move and I respect it. And frankly, the quality of the games is there for them to be like, no, our games are really good. We don't have to discount them. Fuck off. But I hate it partially because I'm a gamer and a Nintendo fan who's like, come on, like I fucking, it's like Super Mario Brothers Deluxe, you or you Deluxe, whatever the fuck it is. And Toad's Treasure Tracker. These are Nintendo games that I really want to play that I don't want to spend 85 bucks on or whatever they are, like full pop. I'm like, you can't. You can't give us some kind of fucking discount and maybe they will, but they haven't announced anything yet because they still haven't put their goddamn eShop sales up. There goes my dog. I'm yelling. It's okay, buddy. Uh, I just don't like fucking Nintendo. Like I just, ah, they're like that. Aren't they? They're like this stubborn old man of the fucking game. They are the old man of the gaming industry. And they're like, the, they see what PlayStation is doing and Xbox is doing with their great onlines and all their sales and stuff. And they're like, nah, we've got good games. We don't need super powerful systems and sales and stuff. Fuck them. We're going to do us. And it clearly is working for them. It just irritates me. And I don't know why they haven't yet. Like you don't even have to put the eShop sales alive yet. But like Nintendo Europe has announced their eShop sales, Nintendo of America hasn't. And there's a lot of people, myself included, that only have a certain amount of money to spend on video games. And if you don't put your sales out there, we're going to go out and spend our money on other things, which is what I have done. And that is where our big segue comes into. I've been teasing it on, on Instagram and stuff. Uh, it was also recently the 18th birthday of the original Xbox. And uh, I have said it on here before, you guys know I'm a Nintendo guy, I'm a Nintendo fanboy through and through, Uh, but the Xbox 360 is probably my favorite non-Nintendo console of all time. I adored that system. I also really liked my original Xbox. I had an Xbox One for a couple of months, I beat Gears of War 4 on it, and then I sold it because I had a PS4 too, and I just wasn't playing, there's no need for both, and let's be honest. PlayStation's got the better exclusives out of those two systems, right? I mean, just Last of Us Uncharted and MLB The Show is enough to get me to go to PlayStation. Uh, But I eventually stole my PS4 as well because, again, I was playing too much. Uh, Xbox, their all-digital Xbox One was on sale here in Canada for Black Friday. It's still on sale right now. Uh, The all-digital one, no disk drive, all-digital for $179 uh, Canadian. And that is a fucking smoking price. new hardware the cheapest ps4 i've seen has been 250 uh, which has also been the cheapest xbox one i've seen with a disc drive playstation doesn't have an an all digital one and if anyone that listens to this knows i prefer to go digital with my games whenever possible i just it's just me it's cleaner quicker i i prefer it uh i bought myself an xbox one i was i was on the fence Cause I was like, dude, if I get one of these consoles to go with my Switch, because I think that I think there's absolutely an argument to be made to have a Nintendo Switch and then one of an Xbox or a PS4 or I guess a PC. I just I'm not a PC guy, you guys know it. Uh, because they complement each other very well. Nintendo's got those exclusives nobody else has. You got the portability in the Switch. But there's just something about having that fucking Hoss powerhouse machine under your television. And I miss that, not having a PS4 and Xbox One. And I was leaning toward getting a PS4 because I want to play Final Fantasy VII Remake. I want to play Last of Us 2. But $179 was hard to to turn down. It came with three games, uh, Forza, Sea of Thieves, and Minecraft. I haven't even downloaded any of them yet because uh, it also comes with Game Pass, and listen, I know some of you out there may know what Game Pass is, and I know some of you may not. Uh, Bradley McHugh, loyal listener to the show, pal of mine, uh, was pushing Game Pass on me, and I've just kind of shrugged it off. I've never really paid a lot of attention. Anyone that's been listening to the show for any regularity knows it. Like, I I don't want to say I straight up shit on Xbox regularly, but like, remember when they were talking about Nintendo and Xbox teaming up, and they've still, like, that rumor's still out there that Game Pass was going to show up on the Switch, and then it never really did. It really, did. it never did. Uh, Xbox got their asses kicked this this generation. And I was like, what do they have to make themselves relevant? PlayStation's got great exclusives and an insane install base of 100 million units. The Switch has its own little thing going on. I was like, what does Xbox have? What do they got going for them? If you're not a Halo and Gears fan, what have they got? You guys, Xbox has Game Pass. If you don't know what Game Pass is, I got three months of it for a dollar to sign up. After that, um, I think it's like... For the basic one. The one I want. Because I don't need the ultimate one. Uh, I I think it's like 15 bucks a month. Or 12 bucks a month. Canadian or something. Uh, And Game Pass is like 100 plus games. Including fucking brand new games. Like the Outer Worlds are on there. Anything that's first party Xbox. So like. Or Microsoft. like all the Gears of War. All the Halos are on there. Rare is all on there. There are so many insane games on this thing. And you just can download and play whatever you want. It's the fucking wildness and as long as you keep your game pass active much like you would with your playstation now or your playstation plus your nintendo online your xbox gold whatever you can keep playing these games blows me away i I, i'm i feel like such a moron that i didn't pay any attention to it sitting there i was like yeah that doesn't interest me because i had a playstation 4 when playstation now launched and again didn't really interest me looks like playstation now has really improved as well but they're not putting those big heavy hitting games on right a day one like xboxes so for a dollar for the next three months i can play the outer worlds on my xbox i downloaded a dozen games last night when i got it it's hooked up including gears of war 5 which i can't wait to play including halo uh, off the top of my head, I oh yeah, Ori in the Blind Forest. I downloaded. There's I, I'm I'm flustered. There was so much. I was like, this is fucking insane. So when I keep saying, what does Xbox have for them, going for them? If you're not into that, uh, the Halo and stuff that, like, why would people buy it over the PC, the PlayStation Four? It has Game Pass. And I'll be honest with you guys, like I. I went from ignoring the Xbox Scarlet or whatever the fuck the new Xbox is going to be called and making fun of it on the show to being like hey you know what I may buy one of those things particularly if they release an all digital one that's cheaper again I am so excited to get my hands on this thing once I'm done Pokemon Sword and Shield for my Switch I don't have any Switch games left to play for a little while I got a bunch of retro stuff that I want to play for this show which I need to make more of a conscious effort to play and and get some more uh, games under my belt to record for this podcast but I was like I don't have more current games to play and I I fired up the Xbox One and started playing the Outer Worlds the other night and forgot just how much I missed having that fucking beast of a system beside my TV in fucking HD glory just ready to go. And I'm so happy I bought this thing and so excited for Game Pass. I apologize. Microsoft. I am fucking sorry. Okay. I should not have made fun of you. I feel like they're an old friend that I've made up with because I loved my Xbox 360. I made fun of the Xbox one. And now I'm like, I'm on the road all week this week. I'm recording this thing on a Monday afternoon uh, because I'm literally on the road all week doing comedy shows. I'm not going to see my own bed again until Sunday. And I think I'm going to take my Xbox One with me. Like, I was going to just take my Switch and play Pokemon, but I was like, well, fuck it. I'm going to take my Xbox One now, too, because I got so much on here that I cannot wait to sink my teeth into and play. If it sounds like I'm like, oh, Banjo-Kazooie! The Banjo-Kazooie games are on there, right? The Rare Replay game. So, like, expect an episode of this podcast on Banjo-Kazooie in the future, because I never played that on the Nintendo 64. But now I've got it sitting right there waiting to play on my Xbox. Holy fuck, I'm so excited, you guys. I don't know if that's coming. Th- I am I have to assume it's coming through in my voice. This, place, or this podcast is no longer just a Nintendo home. We are going to be talking some Xbox on here. And admittedly, having the Xbox under my TV has me jonesing to get my hands on a PS4 again. Because I know that the PlayStation 4 is a boss. I had a couple of people reach out to me once and say they've stopped listening to my podcast because they feel like I'm too negative toward PlayStation. Which I've never really felt I was incredibly negative toward the PS Classic. But I feel like I've always been pretty like I'm hey dude PlayStation is the undisputed king right now and I'm not stupid. I'm not gonna take that away from them at all. And I loved my PS4. Um I again just sold it because I was playing too much. But uh I'm just I'm I'm so happy right now and so ecstatic that I spent the money on this Xbox. And once I fired up Game Pass and was like, really? I can play all of it? like whew fucking awesome so microsoft hats off to you now i get what all three consoles have going for them in the next generation and i still don't know if you're going to be able to stand up to playstation uh nintendo obviously has their own weird thing going on with the switch they've got their exclusive games they're going to be fine the playstation is the undisputed heavyweight champion of video games right now with some incredible first party games like again last of us final fantasy 7 uh they've got the biggest install base in the in the market today uh the xbox has game pass going for it i don't know i maybe i'm oblivious but i feel like they should be pushing this thing a little bit harder on people because i'm like dude there's a great 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 system seller here in game pass like you have got a customer back in me this thing is fucking awesome just get some more good first party games like i mean as cool as halo and gears are like get some more first party stuff uh but yeah feeling great i'm gonna fucking Stop now, and we're going to get to Super Mario Land. I feel like I have made my peace. I have apologized to Microsoft. We're friends again. I'm excited. Be excited as well. Let me know what you guys are going to pick up on Black Friday. You can reach out to me on Twitter or Instagram at MemberTheGame. You guys know I'd love to chat with you on there. I want to see what you got with your Black Friday hauls. I'll be posting about it on there. But that's enough of that. Let's get to this, which is Super Mario Land, okay? Episode 74 of the podcast podcast. Uh, I will never get tired of talking Mario games and platformers. You guys all know that. I'm a Mario fanatic. And I have so many great memories of playing Super Mario Land on my old green and black Game Boy as a kid in the back of my car. Fucking trip to talk about this game. I love the music. You guys heard that song off the top. I'm going to cue some more music up right now. And I am going to talk Super Mario Land with my man Patrick McGrath, who is a Game Boy fanatic, you guys. This game came out on August 1st. 1989, for all you fucking kids out there, that is a long-ass time ago, I'm excited to talk about it, I'm excited to listen to the music that's under my voice right now, so I'm gonna shut the fuck up, kick back, relax, you guys, episode 74, Super Mario Land, here we go. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Podcasting's a weird job, because I talk to you nerds all the time. Every day, I tell you all about my life, the good and the bad, the ugly... Just said it and then I was like, Oh, shit, okay, we should be recording because we should be talking about this. Yeah. Um, I get nervous on some of these episodes because I'm afraid I don't know the game well enough and people are gonna get mad, yeah. Uh, and you like so. I will have already said in the intro, but my guest this week of uh, Resident Evil 4 and Earthworm Jim, among other episode fame, is uh, is my man Patrick McGrath. How you doing, buddy? I'm good, man. How are you? I'm great, good. and uh, so this week we're talking Super Mario Land. And uh, I, I get what you're saying, because you were even saying when you walked in, you're like, I feel like I need to know a little bit about the game and just yeah. kind of know what I'm talking about. And I feel like that too. Yeah. But I'm like, at the same time, I have to imagine if you're, if you're listening to this right now, you've come to expect that I don't know what I'm talking about. And sometimes the guest does, and sometimes the guest doesn't. Yeah. And so uh, it's just, there's been a couple episodes where we've caught shit because I haven't been as, as like, like, dude, the Pokemon Red and Blue episode, I took fucking heat. Yeah. Heat for that game. So this one, I think we're good there's yeah, not I enough here so. to really yeah. brush up on mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um so i just dropped it so you just said that you played it literally like three hours ago yeah yeah uh what would you play it on my game boy yeah oh, you I got, still have the original yeah, card yeah yeah,
1: yeah. Oh. like we talked about i don't know if the uh the collector's episode has gone up yet it has yeah okay so um we talked about how game boy games are the only thing i still collect right and that's, so i have like oh, a, right. a custom game boy uh shit ton of game boy games so i just popped it in and played it Be, played through it like 45 minutes an hour that's sick like finish, like
0: right? o- OG, like green and black it
1: mine's a mine's like a, a blue led screen oh okay yeah so it's like a little bit nicer backlit it's like a yeah, yeah. double inversion so it you can like actually see it and play it in all light <laughs> that and hey, dark.
0: so then i'll ask that if you can actually see it because like i mean let's like let's call a spade a spade. Like mm-hmm. Super Mario Land is not the most attractive video game. No, ever made. In fact, it probably is the ugliest Mario it's, game. It's, yeah, it's pretty rough. It, it has to be. But like, is, does it like like when you're playing it today? Like I don't know when this game came out, but it, was, it came out with the Game Boy. So that's, yeah, that's yeah. a long. That's yeah. thirty years ago. Yeah, uh, is it is it ugly? It's ugly, but it's beautiful ugly because it it holds
1: so, like such a special place for me. Like I have such a distinct time and memory of playing this game Mm -hmm. and like it's so unlike any other Mario game it's not just like a a smaller version of Mario it was like a a completely recreated world and, and enemies that some of them mirrored what was in the other Mario games but some of them are completely like the chicken character yeah yeah like They've never seen that again.
0: This game always fascinated me as a kid cuz like I mean I played Super Mario Bros, right? Like yeah. I mean I never really played Mario Bros 2 that much as a kid cuz I mm-hmm. didn't own it but then Mario Bros. 3 obviously yeah. right? right? Uh, and I remember getting my Game Boy and I got Tetris, yeah, as we all did and then it, yeah. and then Super Mario Land. Yeah. And uh and I remember playing Super Mario Land and like it was fine cuz there's Mario on the go yeah. and at that point it was just like hey we have a Mario game that we can take anywhere like yeah it was great. It I don't care yeah. how good it is yeah. it's fine. Uh this is a weird fucking game. It is really weird and one thing i
1: remember distinctly like as a kid my memory of it is it felt a lot bigger of a game like it felt like a lot more to it yeah it felt like this whole other universe like i didn't understand why there was like spaceships and and alien type characters and and shit. yeah um but i play it now and it's like it's it's four worlds three levels each like Mm -hmm. it's so small right like i blasted through it in, in an hour but i mean i had that game my whole life as a kid and and I don't think I beat it until I was much older.
0: Yeah, dude, I remember playing it on like car trips and yeah. and never so that's, finishing. That's it.
1: exactly where I got this game. So when um, when my parents moved from Nova Scotia to Alberta, that's what they gave us. They bought each me and my brother a uh, Game Boy, a Tetris mario and a handful of other games and it was just like a, a seven-day drive across the country Gosh. and the whole time was just like mario 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 Krusty's fun house like yeah. tetris like a few other cool world like some really awful games but mario was just like that one that um i would continually pick up and play all the time mm-hmm. and then um like seeing like mario 2 mario land 2 which i know you've done an episode about is just like that, that game's great too yeah like, dude uh,
0: so that's something that interests me and that's one of the first notes i made about this is like like my first thought is like why didn't they just port super mario bros because like when you look at the and and i think there's a reason for it because like when you look at the game boy like you look at super mario land 2 super mario land 2 looks better than super mario bros on the nes minus the color obviously uh so clearly the game boy was capable of running a better looking game
1: yeah but do you know what year super mario 2 came out i don't okay i don't i don't offhand either but i mean for for 1989 like the game boy just came out yeah um it's a game that, like, they couldn't... Because I was just literally watching some stuff about this yesterday. They, they couldn't just straight port it because of the limitations. So that's, like, the reasons why there's no distinction between, um, like, power-up mushrooms and one-up mushrooms. That's why they're hard. They're hard, yeah. Because they, they, they physically couldn't make that distinction anyway right. in the game. That makes sense, And, I and they, they didn't realize the full potential of the Game Boy yet. Like, there's no, no um, like, battery saves. Yeah. Um, like, nothing on it, really. They were just like, how do we create something similar... Uh, and I mean, for what they were working with and what was happening at the time, I think it, like it was a great, was a I, great game.
0: I do too. I, I like that was my thought because my first thought again was like, well, why didn't they just port the original? And then I got thinking. There's two things. One is is I'm sure that stuff like the one up mushrooms and yeah. shit like that. And then the second thing is like, yeah, when the Game Boy first, because this was a launch title. For the Game Boy, right, yeah. and so they're like, we don't know what this thing can do. It's yeah. the same exactly. as yeah. you could literally yeah. look at Super Mario Brothers the original and Super Mario Brothers three exactly. and be like, why like, didn't you look why, like that why, from the start? Exactly, yeah. you got to learn. Yeah. So I, I understand it, uh, but like it is, it, it is, it is fucking ugly, man. <laughs> like it plays good, yeah. it plays weird.
1: It does. It plays weird. Like, it plays the controls are very strange, and this is a tribute to why I think as a kid it was so tough for me is it's very like there's no. Um, the movement's very, very blocky. It's just like yeah. you, if you jump and you, you try to move in the air while jumping, you're not going to go as far as if you were moving while jumping to begin with. So yeah. you, there's a lot of like those, like momentum. Uh, exactly, the, like a lot, especially in like first Mario and in, in Mario three, you can like speed run where you're like running and 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 quick time, just tapping, reactionary yeah. playing the game. Um, but this game, it's it's really hard to do that because it's it's. <clears throat> It it's really punishing in those moments if you're not continually moving forward as soon as you lose that momentum. Yeah. And I found that even today I was playing and there was areas where I knew I got caught up as a kid where I wasted like seven lives trying to make the same jump because the, the platform was so small and then the next one had like a, a, a turtle on it. And I if I made it, I would hit the turtle or I couldn't get far enough across or whatever it was, I'd miss the platform and yeah. just die.
0: Yeah, it's interesting. It's like Mario, I don't know how many Mario platformers as a whole there is. Uh, there's got to be like, 15 or 20 of them yeah. now I would and, think. and and like he's for the most part felt the same or yeah. close like yeah. he's very floaty yeah. his jump like we yeah. all know that Mario yeah. jump feeling and yeah this one like it almost feels like he like like he's wearing like gravity boots or sure. something like yeah. as he jumps exactly. it almost yeah. feels like the screen is pulling him right. down and you're right, like that. I remember that as a kid. I remember that now because I've finished this game before, but it still fucks with me. Like yeah. it just doesn't feel like Mario. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. If, if you didn't tell me this was a Mario game, I would. You would be able to like right. pass it off as yeah. a non-Mario game. Because yeah. I mean, it's not just the controls. The controls are kind of weird. Obviously, the graphics are kind of weird because it is what the Game Boy could fucking do in '89. But just like. I mean, like, you're not in the Mushroom Kingdom. No, you're in
1: a completely it, different world. Yeah,
0: you're, it's Sar- 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 uh, Sarasaland? Sarasaland. Sarasaland. Yeah. You're not saving Princess Toadstool. I mean, back then, she was Toadstool for all you kids yeah, yeah. today. Uh, but Princess Peach, you're saving Daisy. Daisy, yeah. And it's like, who the fuck is Daisy? Yeah. You're not fighting Bowser or Wart. You're fighting no. this alien thing. Yeah, Tatanga. Tatanga. Yeah. Tatanga. Yeah. Like... All these things have changed, and it's like, this yeah. This isn't Mario. What even, the
1: fuck? Even all the enemies, like, I don't know what the actual names are for them, but, like, all the Goombas, all the Turtles, they, none of those are named the way they are right. in Mario. They're all named, like, they've all got crazy weird names. It's
0: so funky, because, like, I mean, I mean, Super Mario Brothers 2, obviously, was completely different. Mm. Um, and, and, like, go back and listen to the episode if you want all the details as to why. But they basically explained it as it was a dream, and at the end, Mario woke up. And right. it was like all bad, like a weird dream, right? And they never did that with this one. No. this. Well, this was... The reason it's called Super
1: Mario Land is because they gave him a whole new land, a whole new universe mm-hmm. that he's he was transported to this land that's been taken over by this alien. Yeah. And, uh, yeah.
0: And I guess, like, it seems so insane to me that you wouldn't just run Bowser, but yeah. I guess at that time they haven't really established the mushroom kingdom and bowser and like he was still king koopa back then he wasn't even bowser Was mario
1: 3 out by this point
0: i I don't think so this game i know
1: it was made without uh miyamoto look
0: yeah that that when i do he was
1: working on mario 3 at the time
0: and that blew my mind you know we both like right off the top we mentioned that we don't do a ton of homework for this game but i like to do just a touch now and uh it all like another, all these pieces of the puzzle fell into place when I saw that Miyamoto mm-hmm. wasn't involved in it. I was like, oh, just like Link's Awakening. Yeah. When we did the Link's Awakening episode, we found out that, like, uh, okay, so it came out in North America. Mario 3 came out in North America in 1990. Okay. So it would yeah. have been so post this, yeah. Mario Land. Yeah. So I guess at that point, he's really only done Mario Brothers 1 in North America. Yeah. Mario Brothers 2, he fought yeah. Wart. Mm-hmm. And so at that point, he hasn't even fought with Bowser again no. since the very first yeah. one. Uh, it does seem insane to me that you would not have Bowser. There's no Luigi. There's no Princess yeah. Peach. There's nothing. The, the Goombas or not the Goombas. The Koopa Troopas uh, blow up. Yeah, like <laughs> turn into bombs. Right, which is so fucking weird. Those weird mosquito
1: enemies. Oh, and the uh, the I weird hate like uh, um like robot characters where yeah. the head comes off and flies around. Yeah, yeah. All oh, the Stonehenge guys the easter island heads yeah
0: because that's another thing is like the worlds you're in like a desert and, it's so weird and then you're in like uh water with like a submarine at one yeah. point you're at like stonehenge or fucking yeah. something yeah. like and it, then you're in
1: just like like some kind of like chinese land like yeah so the fourth world is so strange to me
0: like i have to assume that they did that because they don't have color like i mean with colors it's just like oh well world one is is the grass world sure. two is the desert you know, world five is ice. You know what I mean? And yeah. you just change out the color or the background yeah. and shit and it works. When you've only got one color to work with, mm-hmm. I guess you have to kind of visually make it. Yeah. Try like a, to like, make them distinct. There's like
1: heavy, like mm-hmm. tropical themes, heavy, like, um, like Egyptian levels and stuff like that. Yeah. Like just really weird stuff. <clears throat>
0: the Stonehenge thing I always found very, very weird. Yeah. I was like, what the fuck is it? like those yeah. I don't even know if Stonehenge is the right word, but like those giant rockets. Yeah, like or Easter Island stuff. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So odd. Yeah. And then like and like you said, there's only twelve levels. And in one of them you're in a plane. I think at least one of them.
1: So that's that's the last level. So right. each so there's the submarine level, that's the boss in the Second or second third? world, I think. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And then in the fourth is the is the airplane. Right. Yeah. And so even that I liked those though. I, I liked, do too. It was a nice like break up from the game. Yeah, hundred percent. I did really enjoy it. It's just odd that yeah, it's like really
0: weird. <laughs> So Mario, Mr. Run and Jump. Yeah. Is got vehicles that shoot stuff, and that's what he's in now. Yeah, like it's like so you go back to Mario three, and you're like, well, where the fuck is the submarine? Because this would yeah, be much right. easier. He's just
1: like he's just like swimming through the water. I like know. I just
0: I'm I, I'm very shocked that they didn't just explain it as like a dream or explain it at like. Yeah. And it's crazy because like Mario Brothers two, it was a dream. Mm-hmm. And so it's all a dream. Link's Awakening is the weird Link game, yeah. or a Zelda game, whatever you want to call it. And uh, it turns out that it's a dream because, or you think it's a dream because, yeah. like, he's you wake up, right? Uh, this one it was like, no, no, he just got like a he saw like a fucking fax yeah. that Daisy was kidnapped and yeah. was like, oh, I got to go save her now too. This aliens taking over this land. Never explained anything.
1: Uh, it like, but what about Mario too? That's the same thing. Mario Land too. It's like that's a weird universe. It is a weird universe. It's, it's, actually considerably stranger than this one
0: it is like i mean i guess they like i, I just i would oh, fuck i would love to know what their thought process was yeah. they were like we've got because like at this point it, nintendo was the house that mario built mm-hmm. like mario is fucking yeah. everywhere yeah. so i mean it totally makes sense to make a mario game and put it on your new portable system yeah. to sell it like unquestionably oh, yeah, absolutely and i was so excited to get my hands on i mean i think I mean, I don't know about yourself. Personally, like when I look back on the game, like we've only done two Game Boy episodes. Right. In like by the time this episode goes live, I don't know what number it'll be, but we've done two Game Boy episodes. Right. And that was Pokemon and Link's Awakening. And we've got the Mario Land, Mario Land 2 in the bank and stuff like that. Um, when I think of the Game Boy, I think of Pokemon, I think of Link's Awakening, and I think of Tetris. Like those are the three I think of before I think of Mario, which right. is insane to me.
1: So I think of Mario 2. Like that was just such a huge game for that time. Period for the, me
0: the six golden coins yeah yeah, yeah. and i like that game too i never owned that one until that i was later that game's perfect it's yeah it's pretty rad yeah. plus it introduces my man wario yeah and uh and even like even
1: mario land 3 where you play as wario like i love that game too
0: see, i struggled with that one oh, I, I just I like and that. i love wario dude like yeah. he is in my three or four favorite characters but i just couldn't it was too big it felt weird yeah. i just felt fucking weird to yeah. me but, like, I, I'm very... I, I mean, like, when you think of, like, the NES Classic is sitting right there on my shelf, and it's, like, one of the first games I played on it was Super Mario Brothers. Yeah. Because I've bought that game so many times. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Whereas I don't feel that... I don't feel that that inclining to play Super Mario Land over and over again. Yeah. And, I, and I'm and i not sure why, because I grew up owning it. I've beaten it. I've played it. Yeah. I don't know what it is about it. I'm like, I get that... It almost feels like... It, it's nobody's favorite Mario, I would not Fuck no. No. <laughs> and if it is, you've never played another Mario. <laughs> but, like, it almost... Like, looking back on it, it almost feels like a tech demo for the Game Boy that you had to pay money for. Like, it just... Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it just...
1: And they were originally... It was supposed to be bundled with the system, too. So, there could be that aspect of it. It's just like, uh, you know, here's a weird short game that we're going to give with the system. And then right. they felt Tetris was more... Would appeal to more uh, more audiences right. to sell the system. And it but obviously... I mean, it's, the, it's, what, it's like the... Fourth highest selling Game Boy game of all time and like seventh highest Mario selling game of all time. I'd believe that. It's got like some crazy high stats. I'd believe that.
0: Because I mean, I have to assume that when the Game Boy, because you're right, dude, like the game, I would love to do an episode of this show on the Game Boy at some point. Like that was a phenomenon in itself, right? And I mean, in Tetris, obviously. Like, credit given, I'm a Tetris diehard, but Tetris, credit given where it's due, Tetris is the the fucking camel that pulled that wagon. Mm -hmm. Like, the Game Boy blew up because everyone wanted to play Tetris on the go. Um, But I think for, like, myself, yourself, most of the people our age that grew up with a Game Boy, like, you can only play Tetris for so long. Yeah. And then it was like, okay, like, here's your Mario. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Crash Plan has you covered. Don't let data disaster slow you down. Crash Plan has your back and keeps you moving. Go to crashplan.com/rtg for 50% off your first year of Crash Plan. That's crashplan.com/rtg for 50% off your first year. Back up better with Crash Plan. Um, but it makes to me yeah, it makes I never thought of that. Why they didn't package this game with it instead yeah. of Tetris. But yeah. you saying that makes complete sense. Yeah. Some businessman that thinks video games are stupid isn't going to buy a game boy to play super mario land but he can play this like smart uh, as i use air quotes like challenging puzzle game maybe he'll buy it for that Mm -hmm. so that Mm -hmm. makes sense to me i guess so maybe it was maybe that was the original plans it was gonna be a pack-in so it's a cheap quick yeah i think i think
1: it's much more successful for them to have done it that way than to have launched with mario and or bundled with mario and then sold launched with tetris as well because i couldn't see a lot of people buying another game like tetris as opposed to owning tetris and the system already loving it and then buying a mario
0: game yeah that makes sense is it uh <laughs> fuck do you remember the days when you could buy a, con- a console and it came with a game yeah like those are just <laughs> yeah. like just thinking about that yeah. like yeah. fuck me that was so good like now you buy a console and then be ready to drop another 80 dollars yeah, yeah. Fucking... i mean they still
1: do that too like there's still bundles that come out with games there all is. the time right but i
0: just like it just at one point that was just right. that's how it worked it was
1: all every every base universe right yeah the
0: genesis came. came with sonic yeah. and, and nintendo came with mario yeah. and fucking weird man what a weird game no Miyamoto, 12 levels you you drive an airplane yeah. and a submarine you fucking rescue daisy from tatanga in sarasa land like <laughs> like when you say that like none of that makes any yeah. fucking sense yeah um another thing that i found actually i really liked Is that when you got a flower, you didn't get. I don't know if they ever actually said if it was a fireball, it was a super super ball, ball. and it was just like a a rubber ball, bouncy ball. Yeah, that I loved that mechanic, dude, because that thing was badass. Yeah, I wish they would bring that back.
1: Yeah, I really did enjoy that. Even playing it now, it's like the parts later on where it becomes useful when you're like dealing with a lot of like piranha plants and stuff mm-hmm. where they're coming from the ceiling and you just shoot one down and you can take out a few of them with yeah one shot like it's great
0: i wonder why they did that like instead of just giving you like a fuck because they clearly got the bounce mechanic down yeah. i mean I, i'm just i'm very like i almost like did miyamoto fucking go to them and be like hey listen like you can't use any of my stuff no like
1: i don't like so from what i understand it 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 was created by nintendo's like oldest like um research and development R&D. team. yeah yeah, yeah. And the guy who, who spearheaded it was, um, like, he had collaborated with Miyamoto on a lot of designs, and, like, Miyamoto says that he is the person who influenced him the most in what Mario ends up looking like. Oh. Um, so I think this guy kind of felt like maybe he had the free reins to, to do something different. But again, they were going with this idea of, like, it's a whole new land for him to explore. Right. So, like, we can't just repackage all this stuff that he had before.
0: Right, I guess that yeah. So I don't know if that's the
1: thought process on there.
0: But. Yeah. So then I wonder. Then I wonder if they were like, if they came up with the idea of sending them to a new land, and they were like, well, if we're going to a new land, we need new items, or if they right. came up like, with these new items, it, like and... the
1: fire flower is only going to exist in this, in in you know this Super Mario, yeah, in the yeah, Western
0: Kingdom land. It's all. I'd love to have been a fly on the wall while they were fucking yeah. coming up with the ideas yeah. for this
1: game. But you know, what's really good in this game is the music,
0: dude. The yes. music is amazing, in this right? Game. And that, like, for a launch title. On what is like, it's got to be the least powerful Nintendo console ever, right? The original yeah, Game Boy. Right. Like I, I'm like, yeah. And I'm not trying to disparage it, but it is the least powerful. Unless you n- count like game and watches, like r- that. sure, yeah. yeah. Um, and like, and I do to this day, I can remember some of that music. Like it's I'm, great. this is one of those games where I'm excited to yeah. like bring up. You some know of that, that opening
1: theme for sure. Like it's like yeah, that, that opening theme is is forever ingrained in my head.
0: Very like fuck man
1: it's it's like 30 second loops like the 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 music's amazing because it, it just loops in like 30 second loops but you never get tired of hearing it yeah because it changes so often like the game's so short that it changes so often yeah what i did really like in the game too is the the end levels they didn't do just like the castle and the flag you you get the two options to either go low or if you can right do the, do the uh the jumping and, and platforming up to the second one, you can get the little bonus game to get lives or a power up. And yeah. I really, I really loved that. And I always wonder why that never stuck around. Because for me, this was, this was like I had played the first Mario. My cousin owned an NES. I never owned an NES as a kid. And so I played Mario before I played anything else. And then got this game boy so this was like my first like real Mario game that I had right. myself so I didn't really know any of this stuff was out of the ordinary right and so then when I get a Super Nintendo or or you know like play Mario 3 I'm like why did none of this continue on yeah
0: i really like that because like the first couple levels it was pretty easy to get up to that high Mm. that higher right but then yeah later on it almost came like a challenge or like a they start adding those little dropping blocks
1: yeah because they're unforgiving it's not like you land and they give you a second and then it wiggles and falls it's like as soon as you touch it it's falling. yeah you hit it and jump to the next one Uh, yeah and it's
0: same as same as how mario falls fast like those things fell fucking quick um but yeah because you could get into that top door and then you got to play that bonus game with like the ladders yeah yeah it's mm-hmm. just
1: he the ladder randomizes and mario randomizes and then wherever he goes if the ladder's on it he'll go up or down it yeah
0: and then you could get like extra lives yeah, or like flowers or, or, or a flower uh yeah that was why the fuck why did, like i mean i mean like every mario game is done um i mean like i mean the original mario brothers it was obviously just for points with the flag that's yeah. all it was but then like mario brothers 3 had the flip cards where you had to stop that box right, yeah and in Super Mario world had the goal posts uh, where you had to get the you right, could get 100 yeah, yeah. stars yeah. like like so they've always tried to put some little thing at the end of every level but like why not a puzzle like that that was such a phenomenal oh, yeah. idea like
1: the closest thing it feels like is those like bonus levels in Super Mario world where you um, you have
0: to hit the three boxes in the sequence to get the lives each time right that's yeah. like the
1: closest thing that it feels like yeah
0: very odd to me that they never brought that back mm-hmm. that's a great idea it'd be cool to see them remake this game now. Yeah, but I guess for the amount of money they would have to put in, like it's not a long game. Like you said, would you be would you like be in today? Minutes, an yeah.
1: hour, like if that. Yeah,
0: it's funny to think now that like as a kid you were years, like I can't beat years. this. Yeah, and now it's like imagine imagine whining and whining and whining to your parents to get you a Game Boy. They get you a Game Boy for a cross Canada trip and buy you Mario Land. You're like this is your game, Patrick, yeah. for the drive. Yeah. And before an you're out of town, yeah, you've beaten yeah. it. Yeah. We're not even out of the province <laughs> yet. <laughs> yet. That's what happened to me with Kirby's Dreamland, and to this day I'm soured a little bit on Kirby. Man, I
1: always felt like that game was, cause that was another game I had early on too. And that's one that I really love. And I feel like that's a long game, but it's been years since I've played it's,
0: it. It's not so much the length as it's just so insanely easy. I like, as a kid, I've told this story before is the first game I bought with my own money. Right. was Kirby's dreamland. Uh, and I, and I seriously beat it the night I bought it as a little kid. Wow. And I remember like, like being so mad. Cause I was like, I spent all my money on this
1: and it's over. It's crazy that, that game was the first Kirby um, game that I played. And to this day, it's my favorite. Like, I, I've been playing, like, uh, some of the later Kirbys, like, in the Super Nintendo. And I yeah. don't like them as much because I like the simplicity of, like, how how small and simple that other Kirby game felt. And, like, the universe of it was really exciting and interesting to me. Like, before the power-ups. And, yeah. like It was just, like, simple mechanics. But uh. I remember it being so, like intense and long
0: i feel bad for kirby now because i i mean it's obviously nintendo's like kitty franchise now yeah. right but like kirby's adventure on the nes is a great game and it's worth playing i pro- promise you if you're listening play kirby's adventure uh kirby superstar on a super nintendo that compilation pack right it's pretty good um i and kirby's dreamland is a fucking great game yeah. it's just very simple right. like it was just frustrating to me um, and so many of these games, like he's, I mean, I could not believe when I fucking looked up super Mario land and saw that it was 12 levels. I yeah. was like, what? Right? I like, yeah.
1: Like I, as a kid, the furthest I probably made was to the third level. Right. Like I distinctly always remembered those like Easter Island heads. Um, but I don't recall like the vampire ninja things right. in the fourth one.
0: Like super Mario bros, like the original super Mario bros is 32 levels. Right. This one is tw- like, I mean, I get that it's got system, system limitations. Limitation. I get yeah. it. But yeah. still, like 12 yeah. level, And like, and then you could play through it again, and it was harder and like stuff yeah, like yeah, that, yeah. right? Um, you know what? To me, what's, what's, what's crazy about this game, and I just made a note about it, and I thought of it after you brought up how good the music is. And I think this is what has made Nintendo... There's two things to me that have made Nintendo Nintendo over the last 30-plus years. And the first is their IP. Things mm-hmm. like... Yeah, they've got the right. most valuable IP in yeah. gaming. No question. Uh, the second thing is that, like... Sony and Microsoft and and I mean Sega did, uh, but like a lot of these companies don't make games for their own hardware. Like they make their hardware and yeah. then they get developers to they, make yeah, their. Do, do you know all, what I mean? All third party developers. Whereas Nintendo and like they did it with the original NES, they did it with the Game Boy with this game and a hundred, hundred others. Um, they would be a phenomenal game developer on their Like with, if they were just a third-party game developer, yeah. they would be one of the most respected in the business. Right. Yeah. But they also make this hardware and nobody knows how to get more out of their hardware than Nintendo does. Yeah. And that is, this is a perfect example of it. And it's just mind-boggling. Like obviously if you played Super Mario Land today and you've never played any of them, like if I gave a Game Boy, if I borrowed your Game Boy and gave it to my my 12-year-old nephew with Super Mario Land, he'd yeah. be like, this sucks. Yeah. And I'd be like, yeah, it kind of it kind of does. Yeah but it didn't back then it was mind blowing back then yeah i'd be very curious to know if we would be harder on this game today if it hadn't been a launch title and we had seen somebody do something better with the game boy first and then that came out because
1: this game was was loved across the board like if you look at reviews from that time it's like 92s to 98s like right it's the only complaint is the length Right. Were but you know what for for a system that's the first you know portable system big like this uh, maybe they wanted a game that like didn't wasn't intensive you didn't have to put hours and hours into it. you could literally turn it on play a few levels on the bus you still feel yeah. like with the playing it today kind of gave me a a a A new love for it again because it's like it is so short that i'm like i could take this and play this while i'm waiting for a movie at the theater yeah and like i could beat through the whole thing yeah if i have a half an hour 40 minute block like i'm gonna beat a chunk of it right and it's just gonna keep me entertained because the game is never not gonna be fun even if i like like i'll probably play it again within the next week just because i enjoyed playing it Today. right right
0: well and like because there's no save like i mean obviously this was before like battery, battery saves saves or there's no password like no, there's nothing, nothing. You, you be like once you turn the game boy off it's over yeah. and i wonder if that was part of their thought process too was just like this thing is going to be portable you're going to have kids that are out playing it that don't have more batteries and then they freak out, you know what I mean? Like it's yeah. got to be something you could beat in yeah. a in a sitting, mm-hmm. realistically, right? And obviously today, like the idea of a portable game that is a sitting long, you'd be like, what the fuck are you talking about? But back then, yeah. maybe that was part. Because even Super Mario Land Two, I believe, had save points. Save oh yeah, point, yeah, it right? was the, yeah,
1: it it, it did had battery saves. But
0: yeah. this one, yeah, and and you know what? Maybe part of their thought process too was you get businessmen and stuff that are buying a game boy to play Tetris, and yeah. maybe this is their intro. So you're yeah. right, maybe that was part of. The and logic. so
1: each each playthrough is fresh, you know, and then that that extends. The life of the game because if I had saved spots, like I probably would have been done with this game
0: as a kid much earlier than I was. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Hmm. That's interesting, man. I mean, it wasn't, I mean, it's ugly, but it's got a retro charm to it. Beautiful, ugly. The music is really fucking good. Um, I enjoyed every
1: minute that I was playing it today. Like, it's yeah, there was no part where I was like, the graphics, what the only thing is is the movement. Like, I don't know if it's like the frame rate, whatever it is uh is is a bit hard to focus when you're running right um but i find that with a lot of game boy games and because i play it so much it really doesn't bother me my eyes have pretty much adjusted to it but playing on an, an like an og on modified game boy it, this one's very tough yeah I believe um, that. but i mean it, it, it didn't feel that way as a kid no we didn't have anything
0: better no so it's fascinating to me when i think of because like mario is my favorite i love mario games yeah. But like when I and like I've thought about doing an episode of this where I just rank all of them, the Mario platformers. Right. But you know what's weird to me, man, is like I think of Super Mario Land Two, I don't even think of this game. Like I think of the original new the original Super Mario Bros on the yeah. NES. I think of every other Mario game, but like for some reason I think of Mario Land Two, which I never owned as a kid. Yeah. And I'm like, well, that's the Game Boy Mario game. Yeah. I forget. It's almost like this is like a yeah a prequel. I, if, tech I think demo. if I
1: didn't have that intensive intimate time with it where it was like this is the only thing keeping me entertained for a week of driving right um i would definitely feel that way but it was the one i owned Mm -hmm. two was the one my friends owned and i was always like borrowing (laughs) it and and so that one kind of defaults to the game boy mario that i think of because i love that one so much right so good but The the first one when I when I think of my like memories of a Game Boy, very distinctly, this when I first got it, I don't even remember like wanting or asking for a Game Boy. It was like my parents picked two uh, two of them up, right. and Just gave them to my brother and I. Ingen- and here's a bunch of games, yeah. And and this would have been years after it, it had launched, so I don't know if these were like discounted games or like if these were budget titles at oh, the time, like right. Um, but but I mean, this game was like everything for my for that console for me,
0: right. Dude, I'm glad, dude. When we, when I, when you and I were talking about what games we were gonna cover for this session, I was when you mentioned Super Mario Land, I was like, fucking right, like it's how is like like we've never covered the original Super Mario Bros on this show, and eventually we will. I'm saving that one. That's a special game. Yeah. Uh, but when you mentioned this one, I was like, dude, that that is to me this is just one of those. I don't even know if gem is the word. Because I don't know if I would call it a, a full-fledged gem. Like, to me, Super Mario Land 2 is a forgotten gem. Right. But Super Mario Land is just, like, it's a very important flagship forgotten title. See, I think I think the first one might be the forgotten gem. Because 2 is, like, the the
1: really loved good. Like, they yeah. nailed it down.
0: Yeah. I just, like, again, when I think of the Game Boy, even the launch of the Game Boy, I think Tetris. Like, yeah. that's just, oh, for sure. you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it's just, yeah. it, it's always overshadowed by yeah. something. Yeah. Uh, and I'm glad. You know what? It got its moment in the sun. Because yeah. let's be honest. If we don't get a Game Boy Classic from Nintendo someday, which I'm not sold we're ever going to get, because I don't think that thing would. No. I think we could maybe see a Game Boy Advance Classic or something. Yeah, with especially with like the
1: Switch now, like their their portable system yeah. is, is gone, you know, and nobody else is in the game doing it. Yeah, I
0: can't really see them doing that. I, and I just can't imagine there's a huge market. For Game Boy, like I would like to know what the sales numbers are, because I guarantee you, like on the 3DS Virtual Console, you could buy Game Boy games, and I guarantee you that the Pokemon games sold phenomenal, yeah. like Red, Blue, Yellow, yeah. Link's Awakening, sure, uh probably sold great. All, all the all the titles
1: that would be expensive to buy as cartridges.
0: Yeah. yeah, I bought Super Mario Land two and three, like Wario Land or whatever yeah. it's called, on my 3DS, but I never bought this one. I don't know if this one was available. sure it was available. Maybe uh i don't know i can't imagine there's a ton of demand for that. like i will i don't know if we'll ever see this game again like no, this game may be lost so. in the in... i think
1: it exists where it exists for people like me who who still have that yeah
0: it's it's literally is super mario land and mario sunshine just locked in a fucking room yeah, together yeah. as the two forgotten yeah. mario games yeah. that we're never gonna see again yeah which i hope i'm wrong about particularly about sunshine but nintendo is fucking Nintendo, and they never give us what we want yeah. so um dude before we we score this bad boy and shut this down have you got any final thoughts on super mario land no i think we covered it all
1: like everything i wanted to talk about we did the music's great it's it's fun like it's it it holds for me it's just such a special time in my life such a very distinct Mm -hmm. time like very vivid and i very recall it you know very very clearly um and
0: and that's what this game is to me if they dude i like if they just say they just put some color in it like you know how they do with links away if you literally think, just put color in it on it I think it was one of the games that
1: because I saw a screenshot today actually from a modded game boy and it did have some color and it was it was Mario land like and you, so I don't know if it was if you put in a game boy color if it is one of the titles that
0: they uh, upscaled a little bit like you can't tell me if they didn't drop that on switch for five bucks because I don't think people would pay more than five dollars for a 12 yeah. level Mario game yeah. even then I think people would be
1: hard breast to, to right. spend that money this I, is like a this is like a 99 cent like yeah app
0: on your phone game. well you're right it is but it, i mean we all know how nintendo prices sure. and yeah, if yeah, it's got yeah. mario in the title sure, yeah you pay the mario tax. Yeah. but i would pay five bucks to have this yeah. on my switch yeah um okay we're not doing scores out of 10 anymore um <laughs> out of 12 levels how many there we go that's a good one how many levels would you give super mario land that's a good one
1: i like that out of level man like
0: And I get that you've got the heartstrings. I fucking understand that. It feels like a
1: 12 out of 12 level game. Like, just playing it today was just like, I'm like, even just now talking about it again, I'm like so overjoyed that this game exists for this console. Yeah, yeah. And maybe it's because I've maintained, like, still having a Game Boy and putting so much into, like, how much I love Game Boy games. Mm -hmm. Um, Like, this, this. I think it's just like a twelve out of twelve level for me, man. For this for this game, it's just like it's so it's so perfect for its time and place in my life. Yeah, and it's just like it's so special that I I couldn't, uh, you know, I can't let it go.
0: Before this podcast, I would have said I don't know, like six, like six out of twelve. It was whatever, but like, and I and I get a lot of feedback from people that listen to the show saying how like they hear it and then the way we talk about these games get them excited to want to go play these games. That happens with this. Me too, because I feel like that. Somebody has a Game Boy hidden away
1: with this game and tetris i bet there's a lot of people that that's the only two games they had for their for their system yeah and they throw some some batteries in it and they play through this game again because they heard this i would i would be overjoyed if that happens
0: guaranteed and if that does happen and you do that please message me i'll fucking make sure to share it with patrick and that would be fucking rad uh i'll give it i'll give it nine i'll give it a nine nine point five nine and a half levels because uh, it's fucking weird. It's a weird <laughs> it's game. Weird. It is definitely weird. Um, good stuff. We need to show the Game Boy some more love on this game on this yeah. show, and we will moving forward. Uh, Patrick, good job, Thanks, and man. Uh, you guys go play some Game Boy uh, if you've got one. Otherwise, you're you're fine. that's gonna do it for this week's episode you guys thank you so much for listening patrick thanks for coming over and talking super mario land with me You fucking blast from the past i like i mean obviously we talk retro games but i love it when we go like retro retro games um you guys uh thanks for listening if, if you enjoyed the show leave us a good review please somewhere i don't know where you're listening to it. it doesn't matter just a good review i'd really appreciate it Follow us on social media. We are on Twitter and Instagram at memberthegame or facebook.com slash rememberthegame. We'd really appreciate the follow. We'll follow you back. We like talking to you and everything. And if you're feeling really crazy and you really want to support us, patreon.com slash rememberthegame. You can win stuff. I'll say your name. You get extra shows. It's all that for two bucks. It's worth it. I promise. Uh, I'm going to be tweeting about over the next couple of days. I want to see what you got for Black Friday. So please let me know. And uh, all that said, I will, oh yeah, an Xbox. I'm sorry. You guys already remember that passionate heartfelt apology i gave them off the top uh i'm happy to have you back in my life xbox i'm glad we're friends again you guys that's gonna do it for this episode thank you so much for listening i'll be back in seven days with episode 75 of remember the game in the meantime go play some video games happy thanksgiving to all of my american listeners and whoever else celebrates thanksgiving i don't fucking know who does at this time of year but uh go eat some food play some video games be thankful and i'll talk to you in a week take it easy cheers (laughs) Thank <laughs> you.